Welcome to the High Ground Podcast, and uh, today, uh, well, as a recording, it's November, we still. Are. We're in 2019 LA. Yeah, and as of a uh, few days after recording this, we are going to, Blade Runner is no longer, it's not in the future, it's not in the future no. as probably as we speak. No, it's one of those disappointing, weird paradoxes, like 2001, isn't it? Yeah. We've caught up with the future. And back to the future part two. Back to the future, yeah. So, uh, 1982, the flop that was Blade Runner. Which is now the greatest film ever made that is Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of critical circles. And has one of the best sequels ever made. Oh, one thousand percent, yeah. Because it, uh, but I just want to do a bit of a shout out first to Rutger Hauer who passed yes. away this year. May yeah, rest in peace. We did want to actually do this as a sort of memorial for Rutger Hauer, didn't we? Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, like we were literally two seconds ago just saying that I said how many films have you seen Rutger Hauer and I'm sad to say you've only seen three which is three that great I could, that I could pass on all these films yeah we are going to I'm going to soon because we're bone up yes and yes. the hitcher is is the one where you want to channel in the Roy Batty thing the hitcher is great but you know it goes back to the whole uh, thing I had when the Alan Rickman passed away and people were saying to me isn't it a shame that he's only known really for one role but it's how good the role yeah. is I mean, I mean undoubtedly Rutger Howard's Roy Batty yeah, yeah. isn't it and his speech we watched it last week favourite movie speech of all time oh god like tears yeah I can quote that full like even wow. people bring it up he's he, that I Blade Runner was ahead of his time. Oh, I, I, I think that's probably why it threw people off as well. And agreeably, both of us, when we first saw it, didn't like it. No, oh, I was we too young. Yeah, yeah, it it was marketed so wrong. Just using Harrison Ford on the poster, that's the wrong thing. Like, people were thinking, oh, Han Solo or Indiana Jones, this is going to be cool. And uh, yeah, it kind of didn't turn out that way because of how deep it is. How many Star Wars fans went to watch it because of Harrison Ford was exactly. in it? There were kids like myself. I watched it. The only reason I watched it was because of Harrison Ford. Yeah. And you don't understand it when you're a kid. No. And 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 what is sad as well is is how much of a Kickstarter it was for things like the cyberpunk genre mm. and using practical effects to make you think you are 100% in 2019 LA. And it still works today. We we hooked up a uh, cheap projector. Oh, we did, yeah. And we watched good. it on the wall, and we yeah. literally, st- and you know there were there were, you know it's a film you see you you we 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 all admit we put the subtitles on and we we chat, but you, we barely said a word during yeah, the play because yeah. we were just and uh, it was lovely trying to find that moment for you at the end yeah. where I had spotted Rachel in the background, yeah, which sets up the. If, if if you're wondering, it's the scene before Leon tries to kill Deckard, and uh, just after Zora's shot, you can see Rachel in the background as Deckard's talking to one of the policemen, and it's just setting up that whole that's why she's there, that's why she's there, to, she, she shoot, that's how she shoots Leon, because you kind of when you're younger you think well she came out of nowhere there, yeah. and it's thirty-seven years later that we're still doing that yeah. finding new things in a film 
that's that's unreal. You can't do that with films now. No. You really, I, the last set of films I think you can do that with is The Matrix. I know you don't like it, mm. but the tapestry and the mosaic mm. that you can go back and say, didn't notice that in The Matrix before. You can at least admit that it has that. The thing with Star Wars is, uh, is they always they actually make sure they're there so they can sell more stuff and yeah yeah so they, it's like oh that's in the background because of this now because it's something George, George Lucas did but not because I put this there because it's part of the story yeah, it's all there for ulterior Ridley market. Scott's great at that he's brilliant and uh, yeah and uh, okay I've got, I've got to this like there's the director's cut the final cut and the theatrical cut <laughs> which is yours. There's five versions. There's director's cut, final cut, theatrical cut, European cut, and work print, which is my favourite. Yeah. I like the final cut, and that is really cliched because, you know, it's when directors say, this is my definitive cut, yeah. I always think, until mm, the next one. But um, the fact that they went back, used special effects to clean up the film, yeah. i.e. with the scene with Zora, where they, yeah. uh, where the CG... Joanna Cassidy's face on instead of the obvious stunt double from the original where they use when we were discussing as well Ben Har- uh, Ben Ford yeah. uh, Harrison Ford's son as as like a scene where they didn't have the audio from Harrison Ford and he sounds so much like Harrison Ford you wouldn't even know anyway no. and it's cool like that sort of stuff and the tears in the rain scene cleaning up the sky so it's not bright and replacing the backdrop replacing from the, the studio backdrop. to a yes yeah yeah that's why I like Monica what I mean, I, I agree with you on the final cut, but when I uh, I was younger, in the 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 cut saw the director's cut when it came out. That was ninety one, was it ninety two? Was it a ten year anniversary thing? No, it came out when yeah. you found the print. Oh, was it? it was the mid ninety. I think it was at college, be about ninety three time. Uh, when it, I saw the, uh, or you know, when you watch the director's cut the first time without the narrative, the the narration over it, it can be quite confusing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's. But it works, but when you get older it? and you appreciate and you watch the film more, yeah. you actually it does sound jolty because they're spelling yeah. everything out for yeah, you. And it, we did that, didn't we? We went back when we watched the the, the final cut. Yeah. We went back to the theatrical and we watched the, the tears in the rain scene yeah. with the narration, and it's awful. Isn't it, it is it's so jarring that you need to be explained to that. That's why Batty did what he did, instead of well, I think that's why Batty did. What he did. It, but you know, if you, you watch know, it, yeah, you yeah, understand yeah, why yeah, you yeah. do. We yeah. don't need it explained to you. Yeah. And the bit where they use the uh, shots, the uh, new shots from The Shining, just to go, well, Tyrell said yeah, he, he had no job yeah. life. Uh, she had no lifespan. She was, and uh, then, uh, the then, but he, then we just see the, the unicorn sequence and Gaff leaving the little, uh, the little unicorn outside, door shuts, takes nods up, as if, yeah. Like, he knows and bang straight into the, the credits yeah that works so much you don't know if, if that's a warning from Gaff or if it's a I understand why you did it for her or the big one that everyone says about Blade Runner Deckard's replicant yeah. question mark and Gaff knows he's a replicant yeah and that's the thing that really when 2049 came around was going to be a why I was not yeah, going to like the sticking point was 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 which version are they going to go with as canon and yeah. none really you know yeah. like Deckard is maybe still a replicant but we're not going to say he is or isn't. One thing that got me about twenty forty nine this is there's a few things about twenty forty nine I'm just going to oh, gloss on twenty forty nine quickly. So good. Is that twenty forty nine? I thought I like the way that Sapper for me is my favorite character. Yeah. I just and I also like the way that spoilers switch it off in the twenty forty nine is the way that Gaff returns. And you don't know yeah. if he's a replicant or not. And it's almost like, you know, 
he's in like it looks like a care home yeah doesn't it and also getting out of the way right at the start which is probably a sly sort of joke yeah. to do with the fact that we all debated for years whether Deckham was a replicant oh your main character Kay yeah he's definitely a replicant yeah already and we're using him you know that was wow that was so clever oh. so so clever and of course Tears and Rain again in 2049 at the end yeah yeah which goes back to Rutger Howard and I've seen I've, I don't know how many times I said this to you didn't I I've never seen a sequel that inhabits the world of the original as flawlessly and perfectly yeah. as 2049 it was I mean 2049 never. Has, it's got a run time of let's have a look. it's uh, two and a half hours isn't it yeah, and it doesn't feel like you're sitting through a no, 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 no. and two hours 44 minutes I, I was it was one of those ones a talky film I mean I got yeah. my fiance into it and she sat through it and enjoyed it as well. And that's always is the uh, thing about when Blade Runner. I mean, I, when I bought Blade Runner on Blu-ray, it was well, well, I needed it anyway. But I wanted my fiance to watch Blade Runner. Yeah. And it's one of these films that I love it, so you have to love it, the sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I um I was at university when the final cut came out, two thousand seven, I think, which was when they did that mad five disc edition yeah. of the DVD. And I had never seen Blade Runner had seen Blade Runner when I was younger which was the theatrical cut and that was the last time I watched it when I knew I didn't like it yeah. and even I went well they made the effort with this DVD let's have a go yeah. loved it you know and it's one of those weird situations that only Blade Runner does again like Tarantino you may not like it when you're younger and then you watch it again and you're like love this film I'm, I'm absolutely love this film I'm talking theatrical cuts here because that's what yeah. we had before they actually it would have been it. theatrical or international yeah you know either or. I watched it on video I remember this is years about two three years after watching Blade Runner the first time and not getting it because it was too dark I mean you're a you Star have Wars to fan. not get it I think yeah. you, if you know unless you've really read Philip K. Dick or you are a mad science fiction apart from film fan you, you wouldn't get it no no but and I think that's the that's the adaptability of having the five versions of it that you can trawl through these versions where you know Blade Runner's almost become like that mythical holy grail of film hasn't it yeah um, you do find the version you like yeah, I and that's quite weird in a yeah, film but then again well, it goes to you know you can discuss it because there's yeah. no right or wrong on yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I, I, I always think Blade Runner is a film that Stanley Kubrick should have made in a way you know um, I like the whole thing after watching yeah. Alien on the big screen earlier this year I like that it's got that gritty feel that went back to the other yeah went back to that certain other film in, from 77 with the, the used universe yeah. but I think when I when I watched uh, when I watched Blade Runner a second time on video as soon as I got to the end and I got it I rewound the video watched it again and that's something I never did at that time. I you think know, it, it's one of those films that does owe its existence to home entertainment, doesn't yeah. it? You know, without video, I think it would be still sitting there, people thinking rubbish. You know, like a lot of cult films thrived on video, don't yeah. they? Or home release. Um, and it's not something you really see that much anymore. Like If it gets a cinema release, if you're lucky, then it's yeah. all streaming. The last, the I think the last cult film I saw that had that cult sensibility where it was revived on Blu-ray was Dread. Dread's the last thing where I sort of flopped and then m had an absolutely amazing Blu-ray release. 
because people were like, no, 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 you have to see this yeah. film because it was amazing. That's the last sort of cult film, I think. I'm going to go slightly different. I'm going to say what we do in the shadows. Yeah, but that was liked. Yeah, but Whereas they Dreads got a bigger failed. audience after after the TV series. Yeah, yeah, but I mean the fact that it has a TV yeah. series is because people liked it. Yeah. Whereas like we're still sort of thinking, where's Dread with Carl Urban? That Who was wants good. It still, to that was ultra violent. Yeah, that yeah. was his problem. That. But that's how, you know, that's that Blade Runner aesthetic yeah. of let's bring the other version out, yeah. or it had that shelf life on home entertainment. The thing as well, mm. flop. And the same year as Blade Runner because of E.T. like we were saying earlier. Yeah, Blade Runner E.T. got lost in the mix. Yeah, 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 100%. Uh, Blade Runner thing. Yeah, 100%. The thing is, like we were saying uh, on a previous one, which we we just did the Pulp Fiction one, if you're paying attention, if you're actually keeping count, uh, is that uh, people remember, Pulp Fiction and uh, Forrest Gump, people remember Pulp Fiction in the more... But if you look at Blade Runner, E.T. was the oh, film that toppled Star Wars. It was Wars. too big, wasn't it? It was. But same year, Blade Runner, Fast Times, Tron, E.T., The Thing, King of Comedy, First Blood, Grease 2, Dark Crystal, Dark Annie, Crystal, Conan yeah. the Barbarian, uh, Officer and a Gentleman, Rocky 3, yeah, Wrath of Khan. Everything was eclipsed by E.T. E.T. Yep. But now, look how many other films you. Uh, you know, I don't own E.T. I mean, I'm no, I don't either. Actually, don't it's a film I remember. I always remember being there as a kid, and everyone saying you have no heart if you don't cry at the end. But I must not have a heart now no. because I don't cry at the end anymore. I saw E.T. at the cinema. I do still like the whole, like you know, the bit at the end when he's like, "I'll be in here," and he points yeah. to his heart. That's heartwarming. But I think the whole idea of E.T. is that it's too saccharine. Mm-hmm. It's too sweet. And the two big, great films, The Thing and Blade Runner, that made 1982 special. Yeah. That's what annoyed me. Annoys me. But they've, uh, to the film fanatics, yeah. you're more likely to have. I mean, I will get The Thing eventually because oh, that was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I'm glad. That, that's another thing that I'm glad about, like, that I like about Cult that still yeah. works to this day, yeah. where you go, watch this, I like it, you may like it, hope you like it. And that's what I love about doing, you know, doing these uh, podcasts is, yeah. is that when we do the podcast we literally watch a film afterwards yeah, yeah. Not, we don't go as a rule mainstream no um, and it may pass on that viewers, uh, viewers uh, listeners may think oh well I haven't seen that I might go watch that yeah, you know and, and like you for me yeah. grateful I'm really grateful that you showed me the chef thank you that's that cult thing my and one I like that's that that I like that cult thing yeah. Night of the Living Dead. Oh, Night of the Living Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that yeah. Was, uh, but you also introduced me to you, the one that said, if you get a chance, see what we do in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. And I found it on, this is before the TV series was announced. Yeah. And I went out and bought it. And this is the thing cult films, it's. It's different, it's yeah, special. And Blade Runner is. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Big Lebowski, I'm going to throw that film in there. Is Blade Runner is the original. It's the quintessential, yeah, isn't it? Cult yeah. film, the one that. Have you seen Pulp? Have you seen, sorry. My brain. Have you seen Blade Runner? Blade Runner is this great film. Yeah. And it's introducing people to it. And yeah. And again, goes we were saying about the video market. I mean, the casting is superb. I mean, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. It's it's even the little bits like, um, you know, like Joanna Cassidy, like Brian yeah. James, like 
those sort of people, Emmett Walsh, the ones you don't see very much, no. but you still remember them afterwards. And Tyrell, yeah. and you know, uh, the guy that plays Sebastian as well, is it William Sanderson? Yeah, William yeah. Sanderson. Um, if only you'd seen what I've seen with your eyes. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's... Mr. Hart. Um, yeah, yeah. It may be fake memories, but Leon goes back for his photographs. And yeah. how the replicants cling on to life because he said the thing is they're not bad no none of them and that's the thing no we're bad yeah you know where is Deckard is the one that's hunting hunting them down yeah yeah so they're doing what all 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 Roy wants and his little band of Nexus all they want is blood to live isn't that what what we all want yeah yeah and it's the bad guy really is Deckard yeah I mean it's it's kind of like they do do bad things yeah but why is that no different to us you know hunting down like like you say hunting down things because yeah. they are things they're not they're the other with the capital O yeah we, we we're, we're led to believe that they're bad but they come to earth they yeah. did they, they, because they want life mm. and, and, and that's it so and they the real bad guy is Tyrell really yeah it? but that's the more obvious bad guy but yeah I mean Deckard yeah he is technically a bad guy and he really, I, that's what I liked, like about him in 2049, yeah. the fact that he's had a child with Rachel, that he, she is everything to him, and he realizes what he did in the first film was kind of douche. Yeah, that he admits he he had to go away. He had to go away yeah. to protect yeah. their, their child. Yeah, and that he passes it on to Kay. Yeah, a replicant. Yeah. Um. It. Yeah. But then Kay retires. Yeah. Sapper. Yeah. And. Even though Sapper's seen stuff like Batty has. haven't seen yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, a miracle. Mm. And it, it, it's, it, it's, it's superb. I mean, the casting, the, 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 the uh, matte paintings they use, the models, oh, yeah, yeah. everything is. It's, it's the Sid Mead futurism yeah, stuff, yeah. isn't it? And Doug Trumbull, and yeah. yeah, there's no way you could beat the special effects. If you get a chance, get a Blu ray. Watch Danger Days, the making of. Oh, about the stuff yeah. you find out they actually recycled for Blade Runner Two. Yeah, I mean, is, is unbelievable. It's an amazing documentary, isn't Fantastic. it? Fantastic. It's four hours, hours, isn't it? But uh, three hours, yeah. Sorry, but I mean, it, it's just it's the definitive documentary. Yeah. I watched it after Twenty Forty Nine came out when I was uh, Danger Days, isn't it? A dangerous Days. Dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the original name of the film, I think. Yeah. When they wrote, when they wrote script. Dangerous Days. You, yep, Blade Runner. The Dangerous Days, the making of Blade Runner, 2007. It was included with the five disc one originally. Yeah. yeah. It's three hours closer than me. Three hours, 34 minutes. I watched that in a day which the heating had gone off and I needed something to do and I was... And, and it, was it was literally... Yeah. And you learn so much from it and it's just... Yeah. I mean, Brian James is Leon. You're so sy- sympathetic towards. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, what is it he says to him? When he's. Um, quite a thing to live in fear, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know. That. Yeah. It, it, the dialogue is amazing in Blade Runner. And it's mainly the dialogue from. Uh, Rebecca Howard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you say yeah. about people crying at the end of. E- people, you say if you don't have a heart, you, 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 you don't cry at ET. If Blade you don't cry with the tears in the rain yeah. speech, yeah, yeah. Um, Harrison Ford's actually ironically the one that doesn't really do that much in it. Oh. and that's deliberate yeah. because the detective guy is the one who doesn't 
Well, I don't know. I mean, it it is a noir science fiction, isn't it? Mm. But uh, the detectives usually in the old film noir is the, usually the one that drives the plot forward. Yeah. Deckard doesn't really do that much. Just tries to retire people. Yeah. And gets into an affair with a possible replicant. Yeah. Well, a replicant, not possible yeah. replicant. And it, it, it's ironic that they take the detective archetype and turn it on its head. Yeah. But he's the one that doesn't really do that much in it. He's the bad guy, but you don't see him yeah. as the bad guy. I mean, doesn't he pretty much rape Rachel as well? In yeah. You know. Product, though. Yeah. And that's... It's not... Because she's not human, it's okay. No, because she actually tells her what to say. Yeah. Even though he is falling say for her, I but there's a bit you. of guilt. Yeah, that, I mean, that's rape, isn't it? Yeah. Say, I want you. Yeah. Kiss me. You know. But they are... Yeah. I mean, they are product. Like, if you watch the Channel 4 TV series, Humans, they are product. Yeah. The uh, robots are. I, uh, I remember when the uh, I remember when uh, the advertising came out for humans. It was all the viral thing about. I've never watched so that. Humans, it's good yeah, that they yeah. did the whole viral thing about these uh, robots. And I actually spoke to someone at the time when the uh, the viral advertising was around. Actually, thought that that was all real. They didn't realize it was viral. Yeah. I had to point it out to them. I said, "It's viral advertising. You can tell they're promoting something." They actually thought technology got that far. That was a few years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that goes back to the whole thing about the word robot meaning slave in yeah. Czech, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, I, yeah. I mean, they don't seem like robots, the replicants, do they? And no. They specifically didn't want to use the word android, didn't they? Because I just wonder where the word robot means robot. slave from. That's from uh, uh, World's End. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but it is actually true. Yeah. Like that is what that word means. But um, yeah, I mean. If you want to go back to the original use of that word, it's uh, Ch- a Czech writer called Karol Kopeck, oh. and he wrote a play called R.U.R., which is Rossum's Universal Robots. It's oh. where the term robot originally came from, oh, and right. it does actually mean slave. Jeez. So, if you like your homework, go read it. <laughs> See, we're actually giving you education as we're doing this. As but a I, I think another thing we should also talk about is how the film compares to the novel I have not read the novel oh right okay yeah but, but I mean, I if you have uh, you'll know it's very very different but then they just strip the bones from it yeah basically I mean it's it's um, Dick actually did say that when he watched the raw footage before he died he did say it's like you've gone into my brain somehow and stole the imagery how did you do this oh, that's, that's how great Blade Runner is I will. I'm gonna. I think that's gonna be uh, on my. Uh, yeah. I, I just finished a uh, book based on a film. film oh, Jaws. Yeah. I'll write reverse what I've just said. So yeah, I think Blade Runner is gonna be my uh, after. It's gonna be on my one of my next ones. Yeah. I mean, I I, I really wish he'd survived to see the film because I think he actually would have liked it because he was notoriously against people adapting his films. Feel like Alan Moore. As you can see with things like to and um, why not to like Total Recall, but. You know, things like Paycheck yeah. and the remake of Total Recall and there's a lot of stuff based on Dick that's rubbish. Okay, as there is on Wells. Who are these great science fiction yeah. giants? But this thing about I always go back to the teen comedy where if you look at American Pie and Howard and Kumar where you those two stand out because they have a heart to it but you can, and everybody tries to emulate even if they take material they just read the material and they can just see the words on there and pick up the keywords. Whereas yeah. rather than getting to the heart of it, and that's the problem with things, yeah. 
is that if you don't get to the heart of what you're trying to say, what the author or the writer is trying to say, is, um, is, is you just got a bit of crap that's out there that's just got the name on it. Yeah. Like what I was saying about the TV yeah. comedies is where the ones that have a heart, the ones that, the ones that actually work, the ones that have the heart to it, and the yeah. ones that actually get the source material, the ones that you will go back to because they understand what the author is saying. Yeah. And I know Alan Moore doesn't like no, the adaptations. It. It's at a point that he's not even credited in, in any of it now. But uh, Damon Lindoff's new interpretation of the Watchmen and the and Zack Snyder's Watchmen, I think, because I read the source material after I saw Zack Snyder's Watchmen. Yeah. He got it and he translated it perfectly. I like the film more. I don't actually like the comic, I, which is controversial, and you can ban it if you want. But no. I, I actually really like the film more than the comic. Yeah, because he got it's not as cold. But he took the yeah the, the essence yeah. yeah and and as well with Blade Runner the essence that it catches so very well. And Philip K. Dick said this many times. Uh, the message behind uh, Blade Runner and uh, Diana's Dream of Electric is what makes the authentic human being, mm. and that's what drives the whole story. Like Deckard is not authentic, no. and the great comparison that Dick said he made when he was trying to come up with the idea of, um, you know. The idea of the a- it was the android in the novel replicant yeah. in the film, but the idea of making an authentic human being when he was researching Man in the High Castle, which is a great adaptation of Dick as well. Now, um, if you don't know, it's the alternate history where the Nazis won the war. But he said the one thing that stumped him about reading about authentic human beings was was when he was trying to research the Nazi mentality. And that he could not understand these people, and that's the idea behind Blade Runner that he couldn't underst- he couldn't understand why you would want to hunt down people just because they're different. That's the Blade Runner thing the that they capture in the film so well. I, I, I it's because people are led to believe that these people these these people are different are bad because it's yeah. all through propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. So you're. More human than human. Yeah. Tyrell is, yeah. And Deckard is, irregardless of if you think he's a better replicant, De- Deckard and the Blade Runner unit are the least human in the. Yeah. Because their agenda is kill. Yeah. Kill them because they're replicants. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Nexus is to live. Mm. Rachel was upset when she found out that she was. Not real. Not real. As you would be. Yeah. But then. Uh, there's another quote from Dick and it's fantastic and it absolutely encapsulates the whole thing about Blade Runner he said one day uh, in terms of human versus not human android versus human one day um, there'll be a confrontation a man will shoot an android and when the android dies blood will come flowing out like it would with a normal person he says and then one day an android will shoot a human and the human will die, and there'll be a puff of smoke, electrics, wires. Mm. He says, how do we know what is human, what is not? What defines human? That's Blade Runner. Mm. The essence, isn't yeah. it? I mean... Good way to we don't know if Deckard's a human or not. Yeah. And if it even matters. No, really. No. He's an asshole. pardon my language. 
doing a job yeah that he's programmed to do which if he's programmed to do a job or given the job to do is still yeah bad even if he is flesh and bones or electrics he's still a robot because mm. he doesn't question what he's doing yeah uh, K like the Nazis yeah K didn't yeah. question what he was doing yeah because even though he it was revealed that he was a replicant yeah right from the start but he's he'll happily retire another replicant yeah which again going back to Nazism yeah how make uh, the Jews do it to themselves and yeah yeah and but the, the great thing it, about 2049 is that even though he is a replicant he learns by the end to change evolves. yeah yeah which is, which is, I suppose, he's being human. He's a robot that involves to feel. Especially yeah. when he thought that he might actually be Rachel and. Yeah, and that was a big thing for Dick as well. He, what he felt made an authentic human being was empathy. Mm. That you can feel sorry for people and you can think like they do. That's what makes an authentic human being. And that whole Voight Camp test thing, yeah. that it tests for empathy yeah. in the replicants, you know, isn't that. That's weird. Yeah. Why are humans testing robots to see if they're empathetic? And if they are, why are you killing them? Yeah. Because then, no matter what the results are, they will be retired anyway. Yeah. So you you could get you could actually you know if Rachel had been male, would you retire Rachel there and then on the spot? Exactly. Yeah. But he just wanted he felt an attraction to her. Yeah. Which, like you said, around going back to what you were saying about. Uh, 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 I suppose you could argue it was, cons- you know, it was consensual with the robot, with the, with the replicant, with Rachel. Yeah, but he still forces himself on. Yeah, her. it's on the borderline of yeah. being. So like, he is. So that makes him lacking in emotion. Yeah. Other than lust. Yeah. So he, the only emotion he was feeling is lust that he wanted to have his way with her. Yeah. Rather than at that point love. He yeah. He what? fell for her, but he had lust for her to start with. Yeah. I've so that's wrong yeah but of course she was yeah. product at that point yeah and that's another thing that's different from the novel in the novel Deckard's married yeah and his wife is basically just a drug addict and um, they have this thing in the novel called the mood organ and you can basically dial up what mood you want to feel and she constantly dials up entropy where she just wants to sit in her bed and do nothing all day and uh, you know that's another whole who's the robot there yeah you know we're attached to a mood organ yeah um yeah and it, it's different the novel it's totally different but I think the definitive Blade Runner's definitive you yeah. know it's it's the one you remember and it's probably also what gave Philip K. Dick the resurgence in films yeah that happened again if, if you think about it uh, if you ever we'll go back to the, the base of that is, is the the whole University for it. No, no one was doing dark films at that time. No, science fiction. cerebral. It was everybody was as everything was. Your Star Trek, your Star Wars. I mean, Star yeah. Wars was used the universe. Star Wars was the was the starting point of everything worn and old yeah, yeah. that went to Alien and Alien. Literally, the next step was yeah. even though they're both Ridley Scott was Blade Runner. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's also sadly the point where it homogenised cinema wasn't it where you know like if it well we need to copy in Star Wars because that made all the money yeah. you know and um, ironically going back to Star Trek um, the main criticism with Blade Runner was it was too cerebral yeah. Star Trek the motion picture too cerebral let's make Rafa Khan 
more like Star Wars. You know, I mean, it's I'm weird, isn't it? I'm gonna go out on a limb here because I only watched I watched them both a while ago. If you were to if we were to sit down right now and if the choice was Star Trek or Rafa Khan, I'd be going for the original Star Trek. Right, to me, so. that is the yeah. superior film. I, I've I actually find it more enjoyable as well. I'm sorry, I do. No, no, I, I agree. I mean, I, Wrath of Khan is my personal favourite Star Trek film. But, yeah, I, I, I really, really like the motion picture now more than I did... Again, I watched the motion picture originally and thought didn't like it. Me too. It, it seems more like a pilot for... Well, it was supposed to be a pilot for Phase 2, wasn't it? But, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you get Wrath of Khan. Let's have a clean sheet, new uniform, you know... Newkirk, you know, uh, and it's that whole. Yeah, I, I, I. It's weird, isn't it? How you sort of change your opinion over the years about the films you didn't like originally that you do now. Uh, yeah, I suppose you, you are with Big Blade Runner. It's because of you just don't understand it when you were a kid. Yeah. But with I think most of it depends. On, you know, life experience. Yeah, yeah. Life experience goes into play, uh, and it's also on your interpretation. And this uh, is life experience and. You know, you, uh, this is my fucking uh, forty years this year. Star Wars, I've been a fan since '79. So I was wait, so uh, in all that time, you know, there've been some periods where I, I went off of it because uh, they basically released nothing but video games and the animated series, which I wasn't Comics, into, yeah. and the cost of toys went downhill, the quality, but is still consistent and ever since you know uh, but it's very rare that you'll watch a film when you're a child and this you complete a film geek which we are it's very rare that you'll literally think of a like with Blade Runner or something like that same for a film from 1982 where you're still watching now yeah and and discussing and yeah and it's because tastes change over the years but with, with something like Blade Runner you know it's I could be why we watching this in 20, 30 years' time. Yeah, same, yeah. It, it, it's just... It's that good. and might have a different interpretation at the end, but then again, you know... How you see it, like I said, is it's all done to... With, with a lot of good films, is is we can debate it. It's not like it's one of these films where it's like A to B to C, this is the story, this is nothing really else to discuss. Yeah. Like your Michael Bay action films, you've got... You've yeah, been, yeah, you've, I mean, you, you do like them films when you want to switch off you know when you just need entertainment you do need those films but then yeah then you can't go back and discuss them like you do with things like I mean like taste changing I didn't like Fight Club when it first came out because I didn't understand that it was a satire now I absolutely love it because you do get that it's taking the piss out of these things that we all do that we all this fake masculinity Uh, I didn't get that you know, when I was younger, I thought it was. It, it's another one, isn't it, that, that the marketing killed it yeah. in the box office because it was marketed as something else. You know, um, and like we were when we watched Nightbreed again the other night, yeah. the first time in years, that, that was, was that was killed by the marketing because yeah. they marketed it as a slasher. It's, a and it's not a slasher. Yeah, it's it's Brilliant. it's this wonderful yeah dark fantasy that only Barker can do. And it, you know, it's this. It should have been bigger. I hate sequels. that studios do that. I, 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 yeah, uh, Birdman was marketed more as a comedy. Oh, I certainly talked to him. And I, am, well, I'll do it next week. I actually, I actually persuaded, I persuaded my fiance to come with me to the cinema, and and my mate, 
to continue with me yeah. on the fact that I had an idea what it was, but I just thought, do I want to see what these two because look, uh, hi Ash, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I went with uh, I went with him, and because uh, I thought it was gonna be something, but it wasn't. And yeah, it was, and I was like, both they both enjoyed it, and I was like, yes, and I enjoyed it. It was better than I thought, and it was just, I was like, yes. I I've always thought if you can't if you can't market something or if you can't produce a trailer that accurately represents, then don't just let people go see it. Yeah. You don't always, you know, films like deep films like Blade Runner. You don't really need a trailer. Yeah. You know, films like John Wick or Star Wars. You do need a trailer because, yeah, I don't know. I and I like the trailers they've done for the new Star Wars films because they haven't revealed anything yeah. really that much. You know. And that's the sort of thing I like about trailers, where you anticipate, oh, I can't wait for the new Star Wars trailer because it's a taste of yeah. what you're going to see. You don't need that with Blade Runner. You need to go in fresh yeah. and not know what's going on. And that's that's the great thing about it. Bad Times at El Royale. Uh, yeah. I uh, I wanted to see that film. The trailer, because it looked like a Tarantino film. Yeah. It's a very Tarantino film. <laughs> but I didn't go see it because of the trailer I wanted to see it because I thought it was you wanted to see it I wanted to yeah. see it plus Jeff Bridges being in it then kind of helped Drew Gollard directed it and I just uh, yeah and I was right it was good and the poster was pretty sweet as well oh yeah but that's a, that's a story for something for another time the poster is I think like if you ever watch the original tra- uh, the trailer for Jaws you know where they say like the devil has teeth Jaws or something like that it's, it's something like that I can't remember what they say but um, that's another film you don't really need a, a trailer for is it like you, you can't really show that poster sells until it until you see it yeah yeah the poster yeah yeah 100,000% that poster is so cool yeah because you, that's all you need you know poster you want on your walls yeah I mean have you ever have you ever, have you ever seen the original original trailer for A New Hope yeah, the one with the uh, the air raid sirens on it. That's yeah, it's that. so like you don't. It is weird. A thousand isn't years it? in the past. Yeah, this yeah. Somewhere in a different universe, this might be happening right now. Yeah, and it is so. Star ha- Wars coming to a theater near you. Yeah, it's so hokey, isn't it? Yeah. And you think like. Then you put the music like to it. The original, yeah. But I didn't know how. Even when Empire Strikes Back, uh, the original trailer that was shite. Your favorite heroes are back! Princess Leia, Chewbacca, yeah. and introducing Lando, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it, yeah I, I just think if you can't market something, just don't. Like, people will decide themselves. You don't have to worry about it now. Most things go to Netflix. Yeah, true, yeah. Ooh, I think, I 100% Netflix. think now if Star Wars released, it would be on Netflix. Blade Runner would definitely Blade be on Runner Netflix. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? Live it up, film that really wound me right up. Oh, Annihilation, yeah, yeah. Annihilation. I bought it on Blu-ray, even though you can still watch it on streaming services because, oh, that wound me up. Yeah. Another film, uh, you know, you could argue it owes itself to Blade Runner. But Annihilation is good if you haven't seen Annihilation. Yeah, watch yeah. It. But I'm going back to the twenty four, going back to not twenty forty nine Blade Runner. Yeah, I think uh, Mac- Ex Machina is a lot to play around as well, doesn't oh, it? Ex Machina is brilliant. The, the Alex Garland duology. Oh, yeah, that was... The ending, superb. Oh, God, yeah. Not going to spoil it, watch the film, yeah. That's one of those films where 
Well, yeah, definitely. Dex Machina, what's, what's that? Yeah. Well, I'll pull that on. Yeah, yeah. We'll pull that for the projector. Now, Dex Machina, where you think you know the ending, then boom, you're like, Jesus. Yeah. Again, with Blade Runner, again, the ending. When you yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't really see that coming unless no. you know. I mean, it's iconic now because yeah. everyone knows that speech. But, um, yeah, no, yeah, definitely, yeah. But, yeah, everything that Terwick Howard says is spot on. Yeah, he's fantastic. But, uh, I know, just to be a, just to be go all heterosexual for a second, Daryl Hannah's pretty fit in it. Yeah, yeah. She's quite hot. But then again, isn't she supposed to be a pleasure joy? Yeah. Pleasure replicant. And I think that's, that's quite sad as well, you know, the whole scene where, I know that's probably where Pris, uh, she's trying to lure Sebastian, isn't she, when yeah. she sleeps in the newspaper and that, but it does look kind of sad when you see her just walking through the rain with nothing. Freaks me out when she's uh, wailing on the floor. Oh god, yeah, when yeah, when he shoots her, yeah. yeah. Again, coming back to Deckard being cold-blooded. Looking at some of the stills that they released when the film came out, I'd love to have been an on-set photographer. Oh this. god, yeah, apparently um, it was a production to behold, because... Um, I think it's like the definition of trouble production, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But uh, but it worked out in the end, you know. Apparently, Harrison Ford and Ridley Scott hated each other. Well, I don't know how true that is, but I mean, I, I get the impression they're both quite bullish, aren't yeah. they? Look at this, this uh, from the stuff they set up for the cinemas. The press kits. I love looking at press kits, old press kits, photos and black Yeah, and they're cool, aren't they? You get go on IMDb, just type in Blade Runner and have a look at some of the photos. They're fantastic. I always thought Blade Runner would look amazing in black and white. Should we try that too? It would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. How would you do it though? Turn down. I could do that. Just change and we'll test it out another day. If you ever get a chance and you want to watch, get to things the cinema style, buy a cheap projector. Yeah, it's well worth. Project it onto your walls. You get the whole cinema experience. It's absolutely fantastic. Not. I've always wanted to try watching. Iconic films in black and white to see if they work. I have no one noir. That came as a freebie. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, how cool would it be to watch, like, Jaws in black and white, see if it worked, or Alien, or. Coming soon to the High Ground podcast, we're going to be black and white watching Best some films. Best colour, yeah, yeah. I mean, Night of the Living Dead was, was oh, so good in colour. Uh, black and white, sorry. Um, yeah, or, or, I don't know, it would be weird, wouldn't it? Coming soon, Night of, we're going to be doing a Night of the Living Dead audio commentary. Oh my god, yeah. I, I love the priceless your reaction at the end. Oh, the ending's superb. <laughs> that is seriously uh, one of the best endings I've ever seen to a horror film. Uh, it's no, it's one of these films you, you, you think you know, then when you eventually watch it, you just go, wow, this is it's it's truly yeah. it was groundbreaking and still groundbreaking today, especially in today's climate. I think it's a shame that Romero's only remembered as this zombie guy you know like he did so much more than that with the genre but you think about it the way he just like really scott did with science fiction i mean it's weird that two or three of the greatest films ever made are science fiction aren't they yeah. like 2001 this uh the original solaris you know all these great films that are actually science fiction films i'm just looking for a name uh i think i think you can say a lot more science fiction than you can in any other genre. Because it, it's right now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I mean, H.G. Wells, when he wrote um, War of the Worlds, he basically said, you know, 
this is what would happen you know well, when we go and we make colonies in Africa or we stamp our boots all over tribes because we have technology this is how it would feel for us if someone did it to us this the great British Empire and that was always his idea behind War of the Worlds what happens if someone does that to us yeah. would we like it how about everybody, you know, everybody forgets that, that you know every western country did it to someone no, of course it is, yeah, it's yeah. wrong now the Europeans yeah yeah it is so wrong now, uh, especially in today's climate. It yeah, really I know, is. yeah. Yeah, uh, the ending of uh, Night of the Living Oh, sorry, Night of the Living Dead, uh, when Ben gets killed. Sorry, spoilers. At the end, for no reason. Yeah. And is I he a zombie or isn't? Did they uh, know he was a zombie? Or were they just yeah. rednecks? Yeah. Rednecks. <laughs> you weren't gonna I'm sorry, say that, were you? rednecks. The rednecks. I'm sorry. I just don't like the way. After watching Black Clansman, the ending of Black Clansman, I have a very But then that that goes back. It, it's not that much of a of a tangent, is it? Because Blade Runner is about, like we were saying, it's about hunting the other and, and people who don't understand. This different to us. Yeah. Why? Why is Deckard the good guy? He's like the, the main, guy. the main, like you know, like the old I've film noir thing about my. As a person, my biggest I I, I don't like bullies. No. My my I, I, I despise bullies, and I despise people that don't like someone because they're different and yeah. they don't. First, I hear, I always use I always use the example. My fiance could yeah, if it uh, would could be completely the opposite to what she is mm-hmm. in terms of physical appearance. And I would have still, I would have still struck up a conversation with that day because of yeah, personality. Yeah, that's that's I the thing, isn't I it? I don't judge people on. No, we aren't what we look. No. We aren't what we appear to be. It's who we are inside, isn't it? Yeah, but I hate to quote that when we get into yeah. it, but you know, it's it. But Blade Runner replicates are different, so we have to shoot them. Yeah, and that is just that is society is we people are programmed and they're programmed to. If you're someone in your family is a Blade Runner, yeah, you'd see replicate, and then if you pass down to all your family that, that yeah, yeah, we're good, the replicants are bad, and this is what I think science fiction does better than anything. It can take a social story and translate it to educate people. Yeah, you just got to want to listen. Because I mean, take Blade Runner and replace it with the word bounty hunter. Yeah, you know, and he, he's basically just. You know this cowboy guy that used to go and hunt people for money, but the people that he's aren't hunting, they? he has no. They were the bounty hunters. They'd be hunting him because they may have done something. The only thing the replicants have done is be alive. Yeah, but I mean, well, I, well, essentially, he's doing it because money. Money, yeah, yeah, he's a bounty yeah, hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's true. Detectives. He's not really a detective in the sense of the old noir oh. thing, because I mean, I suppose he is because in in the noir films they were PIs, weren't they? They weren't really actual detectives so they were just doing it for money but you're right he is more of a bounty hunter because he is yeah. being paid to take someone down yeah. he's not being paid to investigate Which is as ironic. such the investigation is part of yeah. what he's doing yeah. but the end game is to retire it, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, which is ironic because uh, <laughs> Darius Ford playing a bounty hunter even though he was taken down by one yeah. <laughs> the ultimate but bounty he, hunter but he did it again he did <laughs> knock him into the Sarlacc he did yeah by accident yeah <laughs> Boba Fett Boba Fett where but um, 
no, yeah. shout out to Boba Fett as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's the he is the bounty hunter, isn't yeah. he? But yeah, I mean, like you, that goes back to like the Man with No Name trilogy, yeah. where Clint Eastwood is this. As much as he's the good guy, he's kind of heartless, isn't he? Yeah. You know. It, it's all for money. So I think we're. I think we're gonna have to. We'll definitely. We'll, I think we're gonna be doing an audio commentary oh, on God, yeah, yeah. so we can actually Which talk for two hours. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll we'll flip a coin on it, so we'll give the view. We'll give the listeners. Uh, give the listeners a choice. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, The choice of which one we're gonna do will be like a random. But uh, yeah, the Blade Runner. You know, absolutely oh, superb. And I think yeah. we've. This has been as a podcast as a speaker personally. It's been one of the best podcasts we've done so far. Yeah, yeah, I. I got deep didn't it yeah and this is well, this is what, what makes Blade Runner such a fantastic film yeah it still it still resonates today doesn't it I mean it, it, you can still show people it today and see the, the wonder on their eyes yeah. you know like wow I've never seen anything like this before and even if they don't like it and they feel like that I, that's okay as well you know yeah. like I don't like it but it looks cool right but at least you've watched it that's yeah. my example at least you have what an opinion yeah, yeah yeah I've been Stevie W and Calm yeah See you all soon. See you later.